You're listening to Elegant Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, LaVonda Sweeney. As a melanated licensed professional counselor, my goal is to help bring awareness to mental health issues impacting the black and brown communities while dispelling the stigma of mental illness. Through my service as a therapist, as well as an adjunct psychology instructor, I have the privilege of being a small part of people's life journey in a way that I do not take for granted. It is with great passion that I bring Elegant Bloom podcast, which educates, empowers, and inspires individuals to take control of their lives Therefore, taking control of their destinies. tuning in to episode seven of Elegant Bloom Podcast. I am your host, LaVonda Sweeney, and I am really, really excited to bring episode seven um, to you. Um, I have a great group of some of my closest, closest, dearest um, friends who have agreed to share their experiences um, with you all. So I'm really, really excited. I'm really thankful that they were um, willing um, to, to do this. And so today we are going to talk about the impacts of relationship trauma. And so we're going to talk about that from a total, from not a total, but from a few different avenues. Um, but I want to just jump right in and, and, and introduce this question and see, and see um, how, how, how trauma has impacted you. Um, but first, let's, I want to ask, what is trauma to you? What does trauma in relationship mean to you? Who, any, who wants to start? Um, so this is Jay. So what I would say relationship trauma means to me really is, is, um, fear. So like fear remaining stagnant, I'm too afraid to kind of move on and move past it. Um, just because you're just afraid to kind of repeat the, the same mistakes. Absolutely. Who, anybody, who else? I would say that, um, trauma would be uh, not being comfortable with yourself. I'm sorry, I am D. Um, being comfortable and also uh, dealing with insecurities. And and when you say insecurities, who who do you feel like in in a, in a relationship deals with the most insecurities? From means. the partner, from the male aspect. Okay. All right. Anybody else? What is what does trauma in relationship mean to you? Am a um, I would say that for me, relationship trauma is anything that happened in a past relationship that's going to change the way that I operate in future relationships um, and going forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Anybody else? Yeah, I would agree. My name is T, and I would agree with A. Um, I think that that is where a lot of um, relationship trauma comes from, in my opinion. Um, things that have happened to you in relationships past um, that affect how you move in relationships moving forward. Um, and I also feel that a lot of trauma comes from maybe choosing the wrong mate, mm -hmm. which brings on trauma in a relationship, which then affects you for future relationships. So that's kind of my whole thing with relationship trauma. 
my opinion. That's good. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to that. I'm going to uh, actually um, share, share personal experience with that is the, be, be, the pattern of choosing the wrong person can create such fear moving forward that now I, and I'm speaking very personally, I don't even trust my ability to pick the right partner anymore yeah. because of the mistakes. And I'm a human, obviously, yeah. but because of the mistakes and continued mistakes. And even though some of the relationships, well, they were uh, poor, bad, whatever, whatever word you, you want to attach to it for different reasons, but there's still a, a central theme um, to it. So I'm actually really glad that, that you said that. Okay, so does anybody else have anything to add, add to that? Nope. Okay, so what type of relationship trauma, and this, this is where it may get a little heavy, um, but what type of relationship trauma have you, well, you know what, let me, before I ask that question, let's, let me, let me make, make something very clear. So, so trauma in, in itself, um, when we think about trauma, we normally think about the big, the big things, um, the big scary things, you know, the, 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 the rapes and the, um, the, 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 physical, the physical attacks, um, you know, natural disasters, childhood sexual abuse. We, we normally kind of think about all of those things, but, but um, one, one thing that I, a former guest of, of mine um, said, and she put it into perspective so beautifully, she said trauma is about perception. So even if the next woman or the next man may look at your situation as, oh, that, that wasn't that bad because I've been through worse, understand trauma is, uh, it, it's about perception. So everybody's experience of trauma is going to be different everybody's level of trauma is going to be different and everybody's response to the trauma is also going to be different. So I wanted to kind of put that out there first before, before we started, um, because no trauma is, is too, too small. If it has, if it is traumatic and as, as A said a few minutes ago and, and, and T agree, if it affects how you operate later, then it is trauma for, for you. Um, no matter if it's, a, if it's on, on, on the scale, one, one to 10 and 10 and being the highest. So, okay. So let me, so let's, let's just jump in. What type of relationship trauma have you experienced? We understand that there are multiple types of, of relationship trauma. There's emotional trauma in relationships, physical trauma in relationships, sexual trauma, um, spiritual trauma, psychological trauma, financial trauma. We don't, we don't talk about that or think about that enough. And even social trauma. So what type of trauma have you ladies um, experienced um, in, your, in your life? Um, your life, I'll leave it at that. Um, well, I quite honestly never thought about financial trauma until just now, but I feel like some of my situations <laughs> apply, okay? <laughs> um, but, 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 but for real, um, I have definitely experienced some, um, um, uh, psychological trauma, abuse, abuse. Um, <clears throat> my, one of my previous relationships, um, I don't know, I guess he must've caught me at a time where I was just vulnerable. I don't know. But anyway, he really legitimately had me believing, like real talk, had me believing that nobody would love me except for him. Right. 
So that's how much he was able to get into my head psychologically because he made me not only feel like nobody else could love me, he also made me feel like I could not survive if I walked away from him. Um, so to me, that's that's that psychological um, trauma for sure. And then the reason why I say the, the financial is because we we were we were literally almost like a day every day from being put out. Like it was it was constant eggshells because someone not getting paid mm-hmm. for years. So if that's a thing, then yeah, I, I had that. <laughs> it's a thing today. <laughs> it's a thing today. <laughs> so so let me let let me let me ask you this and 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 I ladies y'all can feel free to ask each other's questions and, and ask each other questions and and, and kind of engage okay um, um don't don't let me be the only one asking questions if you have a question please 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 jump in and ask um and I said all that and then forgot my question okay so I think what I was gonna ask you I know why I think I think what what I was gonna ask um is that what okay while you were going through it it obviously in 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 most cases you you weren't readily aware or were you aware of what was happening um during during that process like how did you know it was psychological trauma i guess is what i'm is what i'm asking if that that's like four questions in one um i don't think i initially did uh, I I think that's why I, I stayed for as long as I did because I didn't re- I didn't recognize that that's what it was, but um, I had enough family and friends in in my head at least being able to kind of keep me at least close enough to the ground where he wasn't able to completely sweep me under. So I don't know how I snapped out of it to be quite honest, but I I was really I was able to clearly see the trauma um, and the abuse hindsight Mm -hmm. after I had already left after I had already um um walked away but maybe not so physically but I guess at some point right before I left him probably within those months I started to kind of really reevaluate the last the past few years and start kind of putting the pieces together and then walked away but once I did that's when I got a a clear view that's 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 good thank you so one 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 other question just for, for for the listeners that may be tuning in and maybe experiencing some some of these same psychological um, uh, abuse issues, can you do you mind giving us examples of some of the things that he would do or he would say that mm-hmm. you feel like was, was psychological abuse? Yeah, so he would tell me all the time. Well, first of all, I don't know if this would, would fall under the umbrella as psychological, but maybe so. So first of all, I was never allowed to to check the mail. Okay, I he I was. I couldn't walk out and check our mail. He was always the one that had to check it. Um, even though I was the one that worked 99.99, excuse me, 100% of the time, and he worked about 40% of the time, um, he was always the one in, in control of the bills. I, he could he paid the bills. He basically controlled my checking account and my savings account or whatever. So that that was that. But but he what what verbally what what he would tell me all the time is that he would call me simple, which was just another way of calling me stupid. He used to do that all the time. Um, he was and like I said earlier, he would tell me that you know um, nobody would love me um, the way that you know that he does. Um, he would he would also tell me. And I don't remember exactly what he would say, but he would always make it, make it seem like that if I walked away, that I would I basically wouldn't be able to survive um, without him. Um, yeah, so th- those are some of the things that he, 
that he would do and say, oh, 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 oh. And he would all, and he'd always do his little tactic. <laughs> it ain't funny. But I laugh now because he's just so ridiculous. He would he would like to talk and clap as he's talking to me, you know, oh, to yeah. kind of make him, you know, he already got, you know, he had that big heavy booming voice. And so he would do his clapping, so he had to be all super physical and oh, 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 oh. Sorry, y'all forgot about this. Tears, the tears were always in 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 production. That's an emotional roller coaster, and yes. all that clapping. Yes, that is that is that is, a, that is a, a a behavior to intimidate. Yes, um, and to and to and to make themselves look and feel bigger. And again, like like I said before, we start recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a lot of that is this that's rooted in shame. Mm-hmm. Men, men who yeah. use whether it's physical, sexual, emotional, etc. In, in most cases, it's rooted in shame because they feel like they feel less than, they feel less of a man, they feel inferior, they feel like they're not smart enough, like they're not good looking enough, whatever, whatever it is. And instead of dealing with that, they have to do something that makes themselves feel better. It's, it's illogical and it's, it's maladaptive, but it, they make themselves feel better by making you feel bad. Yeah. I, I, I and, and, you know, we can, we can and then swear to God, and then swear to God, they do it all in the name of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we might get to talk. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's a lie. Right, <laughs> like a whole lie. All right, who, and who else? Anybody else want, want, to, want, want to tackle that? I do. Um, to, from my personal experience, I would say emotional, like mental. So for one relationship I was in, um, they would always, you know, they always, it's, it's almost like the control thing, kind of like what this was, but at, in, in my, what I figured out from me, I think I'm an enabler and like, I believe this person is going to change our, you know, I go for people, not the financial aspect, similar to because, you know, I'm okay. I'm going to take care of myself. But I always try to get that person to grow instead of helping myself grow. I, you know, enable them to where they're almost my dependent. Wow. So it backfires because then it's like everything's on me. Yeah. To where, you know, the emotional like, well, dog, all I want is somebody here. All I want is somebody to love me. I don't care if you pay my bills, which is not, you know, the right mindset to have kind of like what you said, Vonda, where I don't even trust my own gut instinct or I do know I do trust my gut instinct, but I don't trust my perspective, my perspection of, you know, the ideal man. Like, dog, I want, I want somebody to take care of me, but I don't see it because of the emotional trauma from the past. Hmm. You you said you said a lot of really deep stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to decide which which one I, I want to um I, I want to, to to touch on. Tap in. You 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 called yourself an enabler. Mm-hmm. Why did why, why? I don't know. I mean, I guess from seeing other relationships and probably like you said upbringing like as long as i have someone here to help me with the you know household or the 
daily things, then I don't, you know, the finances can be put off to the side or for instance, oh, well, you know, they've, I've had some rough relationships. They've had rough relationships. Let me see if they're going to change mm -hmm. and grow. And I'm trying to help them and teach them, which we know we can't change a man. Right. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, yeah. So, so, and I'm actually, I'm actually glad that, that you brought it up because one of the things that I, that I believe is true for women in, innately, um, and y'all, y'all can correct me if it, if it doesn't apply to you, but we are natural nurturers and mm -hmm. we just take care of, of people. Um, we are, we are typically innate when it comes to seeing a need that needs to be met and saying, okay, what can I do to help that? That's, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, and I think that, that that's something I, I wanted to tell you that I think it's important for you to hear that. That's, that's not the problem. You're not the, you're, you're, your ability to see someone who, who has potential and, and, and can possibly be more than they are, that's, that's not the issue. What the issue may be for you is everybody's not your assignment. Okay. You, that you makes sense. And, and, and yeah. so I think that sometimes we get caught up like that to where we, and, and our emotions get involved, and especially mm -hmm. if we start having sex with them and stuff like that, we, we go, oh, I re I'm really starting to love this person. I, I care about this person, but this person is, you know, operating on a subpar level. Let me help him. And he may not be our assignment. And I think that a lot of women get caught up with trying right. to save somebody else's son. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? When, and it's different if, and this, I, I'm not just speaking about you, your, your situation being now, I'm just saying in general. Um, I agree with that. It, it's, it's different I totally agree with it. You, 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 have, you have a man who is, is forward thinking, just need a little bit of push. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Just need a little bit of insight, a little bit of you know, critical thinking, because we, we're, we're just brilliant, we're intelligent, we're smart, like we just know how to get stuff done. And so if, you, if we're dealing with a man who ain't got none of that, we are wasting our time. Right. And then the thing, the emotional part was when I see that, okay, <laughs> I failed this assignment. Like you said, I, I can't help you. I can't change you. Then you want to change. Like all the emotions are, you know, yeah, out the door. So then it's too that's, late. That's too late. Yeah. And that's the longevity because, oh, I'm going to stay a little bit longer because he's, he yeah. said, or he showed me a little bit mm -hmm. more and then it goes back just because they want you to say they're going to keep doing a little bit each time you threaten to leave the relationship. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's because they know that you are a catch. Mm -hmm. they, they, they know that they, 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 right. and, and, it's, and I'm talking about, and I, you know what I was about to do this. I don't like the term <laughs> good man, bad man, good woman, that, that get on my nerves. Um, I, I think I think people are either 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 genuine or they're not, and I think I do think that people can change. And I got up on the tangent. I forgot what I was going to say. I hate when that happens. Oh my god! I do think <laughs> that there are. I do think. Listen, I think that there are shitty men out there. Yes. No. No. You. You're right. You're right. I eat a bad man. I, I do. I absolutely agree with that. I, I think, and I think that there are a percentage of men who are just not going to get it. They're shitty men. They 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 just don't have what it takes, and they don't care. They don't care to change. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, that's the biggest part. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's and the biggest part. Job. They don't care to change. Yes, exactly. And I, I've always felt like it's not our job to pull somebody. Okay, so in in 
let me let me tell you what um, they train us as therapists, and then I'm going to actually let some other ladies um, talk. Um, they train us when, we, when we're going through our, through our, through our master's program and, our, and our, all of our training to, to become therapists. They tell us that we cannot work harder than our clients. Mm. Simply meaning, if they don't want it, we can want it all we want. If they don't want it, then it won't get done. And I think, mm. I think that same principle can apply to relationships. Okay, I have a question then. So how far is too far? Because you want to try to give someone that little boost in motivation, but when do you know, like, it's not happening at all? Okay. I should tell you, you know, whether you're still in it or not. Say, say, say that again, T, because the, the beginning of your sentence got cut off. Oh, sorry. I said your emotion should tell you they whether do. you're still in it or not. So in past relationships, you know, you get to the point, like said, you're like, you're just done. You're fed up. Now, I'm not the type to threaten you. I'm just the type that will leave. <laughs> I will leave and, and you will not see me again. <laughs> and, and, and maybe, right. maybe I'll give you a little bit of a chance. So right now, the situation I'm in, I'm married. So it's a little different. Mm -hmm. But past relationship and I had just a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And then I was married before. And I did just leave him. I up and left. And I didn't give him I didn't give him any advance notice. So we didn't have a lot of connection that we do now. But I just think that your heart just knows whether or not you feel like you want to continue to maybe invest time in it. I, that's a really, really good point. And 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 this and, and T said it a lot more eloquently than I think I was gonna say it. because mm -hmm. um, you I, I'm just kind of like straight shot, no chaser. We do know. We just ignore it. We, right. we, we, we do know. Like, and I've been in that situation too. Let's go. Like, like our yeah. heart, you know, because we're hurting. We're hurting. We're not, mm -hmm. we're not happy. We're not, we don't feel a lot of joy in, 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 in the relationship. There's, we're, we're beginning to feel drained and empty. That's pastime at that point. It's pastime to leave. But we, we, we do know. We just decide here. Man, that in, I'm sorry, I, I, I forget that our listeners can't, can't see us. We decide <laughs> in our minds that, mm -hmm. uh, that we're going we're gonna to give another try and we come up with all these reasons why. Check it out. Oh, yeah. And then you just yes. end up five, six, seven, nine years later yeah. wondering what you're doing. Right. And then still when the bad ways outweighs the good, you know? Like, I think you, sometimes I don't, because of past trauma, some people I don't even give the chance because I'm not gonna, yeah. you know, see if it's gonna happen. Like, I don't have the time or the energy for it. So sometimes things linger and sometimes I may cut it off before it even has the chance to see where it's going. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that right there, is, that is a trauma response. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is your response to the trauma that you've been through because you don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be abused anymore. And so you're like, eh, I don't know about this, nope, bye. And so, in, in, especially for, and I'm, and I'm saying that because I've experienced it too, where I am so, and I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use the word jaded, even though I don't really like it, but um, I'm gonna use the word hurt. I, I, I like that better. Be, be, because of my unresolved hurt, it is so easy for me to sabotage in the beginning. Like if, 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 if I meet, meet somebody and he, 
uses a word wrong in a sentence. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, can't do it, done. I'm not putting up with this. You know what I mean? I need to be a sabotager. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> You may be on just on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. All right. So uh, if the, the, the question that was that was posed, and I, um, whoever else wants to wants to answer it, was um, what type of relationship trauma have you experienced? All of it. Yeah. All of okay, it. Not really. Not really. But that was, it feels like you you be experiencing all of it. Mm -hmm. it really damn. <laughs> It really does. It really does. For me, I will say, I I'm, bring, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, A. I'm going to just bring up one because I've definitely been through the physical and emotional, but I want to bring up spiritual because that was something that was very different for me. And I'll explain. It's, it's going to sound weird, but this is what happened. So, so his so this person's mom was like heavy in the church right and i loved that and she was a great person and i loved her and she would give us anointing oil you know for the house mm -hmm. and sometimes whenever i would go out with friends it doesn't matter who i went out with does not matter when i come in the house he would take the anointing oil and put, put it on his hand and hit oh, me in the head with my it God. oh no oh no he would say like i was filled with the devil because I was out with these people. Y'all don't understand what I went through spiritually in my walk with Christ because this was happening in the relationship. We gotta talk about this. We gotta talk yeah, about this. Yeah, this is a new one. This is new. I will All say right, that that completely tried my relationship with Christ. Everything I believed about God like kind of went out the window at some point. So I know nobody talks about that. And like I said, it, it is on another end of the spectrum. No, but it, girl, y'all done, like, done set up to my computer screen. Like, what? <laughs> he would definitely tell me that he was beating the devil out of me or something like that when it would get physical. Oh, my God. I know, God. a lot. I am at a loss. I'm at a loss. Oh, my God. This is a new Sister, one. I'm so sorry. I mean, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm speaking on this because it was so long ago. And I've yeah. done so that much to get oh. here. But yeah, it's tragic. And, 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 I'm, I'm, and I'm coming from a, a couple of different, different aspects. Y'all, most of y'all know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty into the spiritual stuff. I whatever. Uh, we always leave that there. But, but so that is dangerously scary. Like, because it, especially if you have a, if, if you, for your life, a, if it was, if you were trying to, um, change your walk with, with God and, and understand the spiritual realm more and do all those things, I can only imagine how confusing mm -hmm. all of that was and how much guilt and shame you probably felt that didn't even belong to you. Right. Because right. It, it made me question myself at some point. Like, God, do I have the devil in me? I mean, it sounds crazy, but it made me no. question. Like, I mean, I mean, it do sound crazy. I mean, <laughs> Do I do I need to go pray more or something like that? And it 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 felt the whole thing was weird. Yeah. So that wait wait before I say what I what I wanted to say, does anybody have anything that they want to say? Don't let me monopolize this this, this conversation. Okay. I was um, gonna say it's just sickening. That's sickening that you know someone's views and beliefs we internalize them so much so that you really start to believe and question 
you know, your own beliefs, knowing that, you know, the way that you're thinking is in line with, you know, your spirituality, but it's just so sad that we get in these relationships and we allow our mate to manipulate us because that's like a form of manipulation. Absolutely. A absolutely. It is, it is a high form of it as well and, and, and control. Um, one of the most misguided things that our parents could have told us, or our, not necessarily our parents, but I got it from our parents, um, or, you know, whatever, whoever the grown-ups were in our life, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Girl. That is a bunch of malarkey. It's, 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 it's a crime. It's a crime. And you know, that, you know that they have good intentions behind it to right. make you feel better, right? You know, but you're right. Words hurt just as bad as just anything bad. physical just as that could ever is. happen to you. I agree. So, so yeah. I've, I've heard women, women who have gone through abusive relationships over the years say that the physical abuse is something they could heal from. It was the emotional, mental, and psychological abuse yeah. that stayed with them for years and years and years. Yeah. So words do hurt. And, hurt. and you brought up a really it's good point. Um, and it, it, it kind of goes to a question that, that, I, that I wanted to ask at, at the end about, you know, what, what do y'all think is the contributing factor? I, I don't want y'all to answer right now because I, I want everybody to have, have a moment to share more information. But um, you, you brought up something um, that's really important is I think that in many cases, if not most cases, um, our misunderstanding of relationships and marriage comes from the church. And it comes from that misunderstanding of God, that misunderstanding of God's principles, the misunderstanding of God's laws. And so they, the humans, because we're human, we, we want to make sense of things. And so we take stuff out of the Bible and we apply it the way we think it makes sense to apply. And so I think a lot of men especially take the Bible as a... I am man, hear me roar. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, I am the king, I am the God, I am the ruler. And women, you have to bow down and you, you have to- Egos. Yes, and, and I think that that's, that that's a slippery slope. But I wanted to say that because you brought it up. It's very likely that I may forget to, to, to say it later. So I, I wanted to say that. <laughs> table there, unless y'all unless wanted to go ahead and, and, and jump in on that one. No, okay. no you're right. So- Yep, 100%. Anybody else? What what um, type of relationship trauma have you experienced? Um, I want to tap in on what Jay said earlier, the financial. Um, I've been to where I was like three jobs shorty, <laughs> you know, trying to make ends meet. And like I said, me being the enabler, um, you know, let them do what they want to do, run the streets or whatever. I mean, that control thing. He had the car when I was at work. Um, he'd take money that I was supposed to have for rent and spend it. I was, I had like two and three loans. Luckily, like I said, I healed from it. You know, I got out of that. Um, luckily those loans are no, are paid off and everything, but to where I'm still, you, you messed the money up, you know, but I'm still the one to have to recover it, right? And to still make ends meet, right? What, when 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 y'all experience those things, and, and I, I I know for both of y'all, it's it's been it's been quite a few years, but um, mm -hmm. 
even even sitting here now thinking about it and talking about it what emotions come up or what thoughts i get i get i honestly get pissed off i honestly get get pissed off because because i honestly um and if y'all most of y'all know me a very long time and y'all know if it's if it's rather traumatic a lot of times i forget about it because it's it's a defense mechanism i just don't remember it until somebody brings comment yes and so and so when when d was talking about the financial it made me think about one of the largest things that i had it took me nine years to you know to 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 pay off um and so tears talking in my my eyes because i'm because i'm angry because Mm -hmm. it pisses you off you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I had to pay the IRS back thirteen thousand dollars because of something that he did janky with my tax returns. Thir- thirteen thousand dollars I had to pay back, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I got a kid. I'm barely making it. You know, I'm, I'm in, an, I'm in another state that's way above my pay grade. Really, you know, moved to another state. You know, just tripping. So it, it took. I get angry. I get angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm past it, yeah. I just. Ooh, I, it, it 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 really does bring back some raw some raw emotions and some and some and some bad memories. What 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 about you, D? What emotions come up? Um, kind of like Jay said, um, I'm angry, feel stupid yeah. as hell. <laughs> like, I mean, because like you said, you don't think about it then, and that's something our parents taught us. Mm-hmm. Hey, your credit <laughs> is yeah. important. Everything. You, Yes, like you can't, and not like you said, I'm a crybaby anyway, so y'all know I cry anyway, just, so just ignore that. Um, it's okay. <laughs> like your credit is important. You have to have that, you know, for you, for your kids, like that's going to mess you up. So that's why I said about almost having a dependent because, hey, I can't, I got kids. I can't take care of you too. Right. Like, Unless I'm gonna claim you on my taxes and get some money back, like, right? It's it's hard, and like you said, it's frustrating. It's more frustrating because how long it takes you to yeah. not only yeah. pay those get bills back, to, but to get your credit, get credit back to where you can move mm-hmm. forward. Yes, like like like, and and once you and once your credit gets destroyed, you are fighting tooth and nail to get yeah. back up. You know, any wrong mistake. It takes it takes nothing to screw your credit up, and it takes a lifetime to fix it. To fix it, yeah. One little mistake. A lifetime. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, you know, that is stressful. And, and like, you know it's what? Stressful. You can't get shit without credit unless you got ass. No. And especially it's not your fault, you know? Right. It's not because of that's like let me mess my own credit up, not you. Right. <laughs> like that's right. that that is even worse. That's and you know worse. what? And hold on. It, it is it is a little bit of uh, we have to take so I I speak from my own yeah. experience. You know, I have to take responsibility because I lived through um financial trauma in my marriage. Yeah. You know, so I think that it's a little different for me because I feel certain levels of trauma that we go through some are more forgivable than others when I took a vow to be married you know um certain that I said I wouldn't put up with and then others I said okay and things we can work through Mm. so financial trauma is one of those things that I feel like you know as a couple we can work through especially Mm. being with a partner that is that realized that you know him running the show of our businesses was just financially detrimental at some point in time so then i took it over 
and things change. But I do think that in my situation, I could have waited for it to get detrimental and I could have been more hands on um, when I wasn't hands on. Um, And so then therefore there's a little, there's responsibility on my part for that as well. Yeah. Right. Let, let me let me let me ask you a follow-up question if you don't mind, T. Um, why do you think no 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 let me just let me just ask it directly. Um and, and I, I hope we didn't lose her. Um how much of tr- how much trust do you think went into you just waiting for a much longer time than you feel like you should have? We might have lost her. I think we did lose her. So that so that's okay. Um Guys, I'm here. Sorry. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Okay. okay, she's back. Did, did you hear my question? Say that one more time. Sorry. Okay, okay. That's, that's okay. So um, how much trust do you think it went in for you, uh, in, into you kind of waiting for a while and not stepping in sooner? Um, okay, so for my particular experience, when I stepped into the business, in my current relationship, I didn't know anything about the business. So therefore I left it up to my husband to really kind of, you know, trusting that, you know, he had been in the business and he knew what he was doing and, you know, intentions are good, right? But intentions don't equal dollar signs. And sometimes it equals out to be bad business decisions. Mm -hmm. So then therefore, as we're going through this journey together and I'm new to the business, as we go along, I'm becoming more of a pro in the business. And that's when I realized, okay, well, the business was messed up. <laughs> so it took, it took a while for me to really understand the business. I got you. Okay. Um, to realize, you know, that finances were just like, you know, just not good business decisions that were made on his part because I allowed him to do it because I was brand new. I didn't know anything about it. I trusted his judgment. It just went awry because you know, he just didn't have all the facts. He just doesn't have the business acumen. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so, so what I'm hearing you say is that you added value to it. Yes. And so now, you know, you know, you, you learn, but then it could have been my responsibility, even though I was new in the business to say, let's take a step back to see if this is a good business Hmm. venture to go through. I just roll with it, but now I don't do that. Got you. Okay, that 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 makes sense. You know, sense. women always bring, women should always bring value. I'm gonna say should always bring some type of, of value to the table. All right. I, uh, does anybody else want to answer the question? Um, what what type of relationship trauma have you experienced? I, I think everybody does. Everybody had a chance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then then let me let me share it. So so it is. So I, I'm I'm gonna try to keep it brief. I'm, I'm wearing two hats, and I'm totally comfortable with that. So, um. I'm I'm going to piggyback on what A said about the spiritual trauma. My my situation was not as um, I don't really know what the term. I don't I don't view my my experience as Crazy. on the same level <laughs> as, as A's. Um, I don't I don't want to devalue it, but but I, I I don't know how I would have been able to handle that that just, that situation, but. What I what I will speak speak on is that um, no, I'm gonna say this. I feel like I have. I typically meet guys that I really like in bad seasons of my life, and so when I'm most vulnerable, when I'm most hurt, when on those times where I need to be taking care of me, mm-hmm. that's usually when I meet somebody that I really like. 
I'm like, oh my God, he's cute. He's whatever. He's nice. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Whatever my, my quote unquote standards were um, or are, whatever. Um, and so for this particular guy, it was, I met him in a transition from another guy who was broken and hurting and needed to not be in anybody's relationship. So anyway, um, I, so I met him and it was, it was, I'm, I'm being like kind of corny, but it was kind of like a love at first sight type thing. Not really, but it was like, oh my God, this, who is he? I want to get to know him. I, you know, he was a photographer and stuff. And I was like, oh God, oh God, please know him. Um, and it was probably <laughs> the most spiritually damaging relationship I've ever been into. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I liken him to, and, and maybe one day he'll hear this and it is this because I don't care. Um, I liken him to a vampire and I know that's mystical and kind of cartoonish, but just kind of go with me. He has, he has the ability to be who he wants to be. Right. And that's, that's narcissistic personality disorder, probably antisocial, but not, but he's not quite there. Um, so he could be anybody. He could be whoever you needed him to be at that moment. He could pick up on it and he could be that. He could speak to that, those places and those spots. Um, but he didn't, religiously and spiritually, he wasn't really grounded, though he pretended to be. Um, and so he was kind of all over the place, you know, Christian, Muslim, kind of a five percenter. I don't, you know, just kind of all, all, all over the place. But I, so I likened him to a vampire because, because of his ability to kind of morph into whoever the woman needed him to be. So he would put like the cape over and <laughs> she muted her mind so she could laugh. <laughs> like Dracula type. Yes. Yeah. So he could just get you. He could just really okay. like just kind of call you to him. And I, I y'all, this is my experience. So it gets kind of sound kind of mystical. Y'all know I'm dramatic, but that's <laughs> literally my experience to uh, of it. And he was to this person I thought, oh my God, I'm gonna marry him. I'm telling my friends and family that I'm gonna move. I'm you know uprooting my kids. Like what the hell? And I and so what I realized toward the end, um, let, 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 let me tell you let me tell y'all some of my experiences. He was a cheater, he was a liar, he was manipulative, he was a narcissist. So so he he and he probably don't he doesn't like to accept that because that's that's a narcissist, you know, that's a narcissist for you. Um, so he he doesn't he exploited me. He exploited every woman that, that he was with. Every woman that he was with. And he was hot and cold and on and off and emotional roller coaster. Do you love me? Do you not love me? Do you think this is gonna work? Oh, you the best thing that ever happened in my life. I love you. You need to move up here right now. And, and then it was like, so let's let me let me move up there. And then it's like, oh, are you sure? Are you are you sure that, that that's what you want to do? You know, all these kind of emotional rollercoaster things, but I remember, this is what I'm talking about, about the spiritual aspect. I remember um, there were times that he would, he would be into town and he would come, you know, just come, just come over. And when he would leave, it felt like he was, he took something from me. Like literally it felt like something, a piece of me would walk out the door with him. And I I remember Mm -hmm. specifically um, one, one time, he he came and he couldn't he couldn't stay long. He was actually down down here for work, so he said. <laughs> um, and so he said, "Let me." This was this was a long time ago. Um, and I remember he let when he left, y'all. I laid in I laid in my bed and I cried, and I have no idea why. I was laying well. Ooh. I do I do now, but 
but at that, that point I remember him leaving and I felt literally like he had taken something from me and I laid in my soul. bed in, in, in the fetal position, bawling my eyes out and had, I could not intellectually understand what was wrong with me. Now I get it. It was a spiritual thing and I feel like it was a soul tie. Um, and we don't have time to get into that. Um, but I, that's what I feel like. And, and so I think the spiritual pieces, a lot of times we overlook that, but it is more than real um, as, as an experience. So I, I wanted to share that with, with, with y'all. Any, any, any other thoughts or, or comments? I just want to ask you, how, how do you feel like you spiritually detached yourself from that? So the good news is during that time, um, I was actually trying to, and it was, it was a battle I didn't realize then, but I was actually developing my own um, relationship with, with, with God, my own understanding of God, my own understanding of a higher power, my own, my, my own understanding. And so that um, A is what I think helped me detach because when, when I detached from that, I, it was done. Like it was a complete cutoff. Um, and so I, that's the only, that's the only way I remember sitting in church and I may have shared this with some of y'all. I remember sitting in church during this time and God had been telling me, you know, you need to let him go. This is not the one for you. Like this is he's dangerous. And I, I swear to, I swear, this is what I did. The preacher was preaching. I don't remember what he said, but it was something about letting go or whatever. And I said out loud in church, not loud where everybody can hear me, but out loud where I can hear me go, he's he not talking to me. No, he was talking to me. Like, like that message was for me. And I was in such a bad place spiritually and so blinded by his behaviors and narcissism that I was telling God, mm. no, God, Denial. you're wrong. You're Denial. wrong. It was so confusing. And I, and I remember... After that, it took me about a year to get through that depression. It took me probably another six months after that to start feeling like myself again. And what I just realized, which pisses me off, okay, because this is this is my second time having to go through this 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 kind of process with with, with, with it, is that there are some things that I'm still holding on to. That yeah. pisses. I think a lot of times it's very difficult, even if you have a good therapist and you talk through it and you feel like you work through it, there's always a trigger mm -hmm. once you've experienced trauma, you know, there's always like was saying, you know, you, you have a tendency, you know, traumatic experiences have a tendency to disappear from your brain because they are just that they're trauma. And then there's a trigger that maybe we talk about it now, which is good and it's cathartic, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's good to talk about it, but there is that trigger. And then you start to remember when you hear somebody else talk about their testimony, mm -hmm. you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about it. And then it pisses you off even more, which it's a good and a bad thing. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Anybody else? Mm -hmm. All right. So the next question that I want to ask is, um, <clears throat> do you believe that you have overcome or healed from that trauma? No. No, working on it, work in progress. Been a work in progress for I don't know how many years. Correct. Yeah. From I, that I, trauma, go ahead. From that trauma, I feel like I have, but I still go back to I don't trust myself. 
in certain making choices um, when it comes to relationships and what's going to be good. Okay. So what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save that question. Somebody else. Well, I, I was just going to say that I think uh, I know for a fact that um, I've experienced growth without question. Um, I, I can tell that within myself and I can tell that my thought process and my outlook on life. Um, and, and I can also um, tell by my I'm ready to kind of I'm ready to get back out there and start dating again. Um, and I, I've been single for four and a half years. You know, um, and I wouldn't say it took me four and a half years to be over that relationship, but it's taken me four and a half years to at least be comfortable enough to at least try to go back at that. But here's the thing. The same things are still making me very hesitant. The fear mm-hmm. of going out there and meeting somebody who I think is one way, but then you get me all hook, line, and sinker, and then you switch up on me, and then you start showing me who you really are because your representative done left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So although that that fear and that and that and that like like right now like sometimes I I I question people's motives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like is this person really a good person? Am I really you know am, am I doing this right because I feel like I've made such bad decisions in the past? Same thing with, yeah. with pretty much what everybody's saying is 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 you you're afraid to make that same mistake again? And so right. again I don't I'm I'm still I'm terrified I'm still terrified even though. I know I'm not hurting anymore and I and, and I know and I would like not to carry any baggage into my next relationship, but I'm still stagnant. I'm still stuck. Like I will share that I've got an one guy I like, but I'm I'm too I don't I think he I'm 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 a little hesitant because I don't know his motives. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go ahead, A. I thought you were gonna say something. I will say that I have gotten because I meet people out, yes, but I know like we're in a pandemic you're going to meet somebody probably on a social media or not social media or a dating site or something like that because we're not going anywhere. So I literally signed up for a dating site and then got off because I said, I'm pretty sure I would choose the craziest person on here <laughs> to talk to. They all, all on crazy on there. They all crazy on there. It's a lot. I was going to <laughs> a lot of shady mess going on with them. Right now. To piggyback on both of y'all, I think um, what I can say is we never really will truly know a person's full potentials. And that's, I think that's my fear too. Like, how will I know? How do I know? How do I know he's telling the truth? How do I know he's not out Mm -hmm. doing the same thing that, you know, they did to me? That's my, I don't know. I don't know if it's anxiety or like you said, the fear or just the, you know, the trauma. Of not trusting. I I, I could probably take a therapeutic approach to it, but I'm not. I would like, and and if T, if you're okay with this, I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot. If if you're not okay, then just tell me not if you're not okay with it. Um, You're married, um, and you've been through, you know, trauma in a past marriage and, and possibly other relationships. How, for you, how have you managed to? kind of work past that though some of these fears and those experiences to to trust and marry again okay so i'll just be a little um transparent to say that when it comes to relationships in general so i just hear you guys saying how you know okay well you know, how do I know? How do I know? Just not really wanting to put yourself out there. And I think, you know, 
going to therapy, you know, over the years and then having friends, good friends that you have these conversations with along with, you know, I have, you know, conversations with my mom. I think parents sometimes can be skewed Mm -hmm. because their ideals are not the best ideals. A lot of times those ideals are, you know, just shit that they've grown up with over the years. But one thing that's always resonated with my mom, and I'll tell you how it, um, how it translates into my life and how it's gone with relationships past and present. You know, my mom is like, look, you know, how you kind of weed these guys out, you know, not necessarily wait to be physical, but a lot of times we tie physicality with emotions too, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you may have to wait to be physical because we can't separate that. Some women can, you know, and we, we, we might've, we might've been in relate, we might've been in relationships that you can have a friendship that's really only physical. We may have done that, right? Sometimes, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I have have had relationships where I've been with guys, just a really good friendship, and it has been physical. I've not had any emotional tie to them. But a lot of times, my emotional connection, I act, when when I'm with a man physically, a lot of times I'm emotionally connected to it. Yeah. So said that to say, my mom is like, you know, give them, you know, three to four months. If they kind of, they stay even keeled with those three to four months, then that kind of lets you know, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, they're probably a, a decent guy that can be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And I say that she's very accurate because I have a tendency to go into relationships and I choose the wrong man. Mm-hmm all the time mm-hmm. because I don't give the opportunity to wait yep. and then you get into the relationship and you're emotionally connected to the guy only to realize that he ain't what you thought he was because right. you didn't wait that time you didn't give the relationship the opportunity to flourish yeah. and to really see his true intentions you know yeah. and then you get stuck in this holding pattern okay do I dump him do I leave do I stick with it so said that to say that, you know, that's where my trauma goes, you know, and that's where I take responsibility because I don't give these opportunities for relationships to flourish and say, okay, yeah, well, he he, is ass ain't shit. Excuse my language. Sorry. He ain't, you know, he ain't worth nothing. So, you know, a lot of times that's my fault because I didn't give the opportunity for the relationship to flourish to see that, okay, no, if I had waited a little longer, I wouldn't have picked this guy yeah. to be with. Mm-hmm. So, and that transcends through the majority of my relationships to be 100% honest with you. Okay. So, so if I, if I'm hearing you correctly, you were able to get to the point, I guess overall for the most part, to accept your responsibility in the way things went wrong so that you would do them differently which helps working through yes with ther- with working through therapy you i realized that my part in these failed relationships is that i did not give the relationship time to flourish to see that this guy necessarily is not the guy that i need to be with that and is- i still went forward with the relationship Yes, and I, and I think that's, that's really, really common, and that's a really good segue into my next question. Um, so my, my next question is, um, uh, if you have not overcome 
these some of these tra traumatic experiences? Um, what are some things that you feel that you still need to work on to overcome it? And I'm gonna add something to that. And because I, I, I think T brought up a very valid point. Um, and what are some things that you felt like you brought to the table that may have contributed to the toxic, unhealthy relationships in the past? So that's, 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 kind, of, that's kind of two questions. I would say my complacency, my, 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 my sitting back and letting things happen, even if I didn't agree with them, me seeing the things that I felt like were wrong in a relationship and just kind of letting it go, not calling him on his shit, um, not leaving. <laughs> like those, that's how I can, in my opinion, that's how I contribute. Now, they might have some different things they might say about me because I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect girlfriend, but I felt like what I brought to the table was sufficient. You know what I mean? So I felt like in my opinion, that's what I, that, that, those are my faults is, is, is seeing those red flags and ignoring them and staying anyway. I feel like that's exactly mine as well. Mm, agree. Just okay. not choosing the right mate, just yeah. not choosing the right person. Or not to necessarily say that they're not the right person. They're just not the right person for a relationship at this point in time. Right. Absolutely. And, they, and seeing it and knowing it, seeing it, but just you see just, it and you ignore it. And you ignore it for whatever reason because you just because we just think you can just, just love them just enough, and maybe and it can be the man you want them to be, but it never works. And in my case, I have experienced it's not that oh well I can kind of love him through this. Mm -hmm. I have tendency to be very selfish. I want what I want. Mm -hmm. And and so, okay, well, if a guy comes along and he seems like he checks off the boxes, but there are a lot of red flags, I will ignore it because I feel like, okay, I want X, Y, and Z. I want mm -hmm. A through Z. And even though he might have really bad character traits, I'm getting maybe A through G, which is the the most the silliest way to think, you know, and going through therapy and talking to a therapist, those are the things that I realized is that instead of me realizing that these are really, really like hard stop red flags in a relationship, I still move forward. Yeah. But I only have myself to blame for any trauma that I experienced from that point. Mm -hmm. Then I have to realize, okay, is this something that I want to stay in? Is this something that I want to deal with? I want to put up with, and then I move forward. But I really only have myself to blame in my situations because I know that those were not the best situations to get in, but I wanted what I wanted at the time. So that's fair. That's fair. Hey, I think you had something that you want to say. Yeah, I was, I agree with the same thing. It kind of comes back to that 80, 20 thing because we know we're not going to find that perfect person. But I think with me, I give that 20% too much because, okay, more of it for me probably is the 80 bad 20 good because I'm yep. like, oh, i really see the good in this person yep. and okay there are some bad traits but maybe over time this could change um i do think from my situation and this is probably where it started because i was young i was like just fresh out of college and when you experience trauma that young it's going to make it much harder especially when you're dating an older person to get past that and date anybody else so it just seems to carry on um i cannot say that i know what contributes to my situation because that's not the only relationship i've been in so i do think that it's something about me that 
may be causing some of these things to happen. So I always want to like, okay, maybe I should go see a therapist and figure out what in me is attracting me or these type of guys back to me. That's fair. That, that's fair. Yeah. They, they, they say, and I did, I know you have, I know, look, you have something to say, hold on. They, 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 <laughs> they say that, you know, you, you, you attract who you are. I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. I, 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 I think it's a bunch of BS. I don't believe that. I, I think that for in for a lot of women in many cases, um, even though we are not perfect by, by any stretch of the imagination, um, I think that there are certain men who recognize certain traits in us that they are lacking and that they need and they attach to us. I, I don't think that we attract who we are. No, I, that's that's a bunch of bull. Because you, I'm I'm not a liar, cheater, and manipulator. I would never right. do love like that. So, right. so it doesn't make sense to me why most of the men that I have dated are all of the above. Right. right. So, yeah. So, go ahead, Dee. You, you um, can you, you know, we had a lot of conversations since okay. then. What was the original? I got the second part of the question. I had to write my answers down too. But okay. the first, the so, first part was. The, okay. So the part, the first part of the question was um, if you have not overcome um, from, uh, or healed from some of these traumas, what are some things that you feel that you still need to work on? To, to okay. Work on? The I would say definitely my self-esteem. I know I'm, I know I'm the shit, like, <laughs> but why do, but um, I just think that I could definitely work on that. And going back to what she said, that would help me look for other more important qualities mm -hmm. in my mate mm -hmm. where I wouldn't be like, gosh, I got to work on this project again. This is another project. Yeah, and I, I don't want to. <laughs> you've been yeah. out school, honey. <laughs> I'm not going back. Right. <laughs> I ain't going back. And then the second part, um, what do what did I contribute? I think I just kept giving them too many chances. Mm -hmm. Like, and just letting that sit. Okay, you did that. I'm gonna, you know, you got one more, or I'm gonna leave if you do it again. I'm gonna leave it and not actually taking that action to leave. Um, and I talk shit, I talk mad shit. So that is what I contributed. Like, instead of just leaving them, I'm gonna make you feel like shit because you hurt me, you know? <laughs> Guilty. Uh -oh. Guilty. I, 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 <laughs> disclosure so i i am i have been i'm not gonna i can't claim that now because that's not that's not it's not a, it doesn't apply to me today but i am have been a retaliatory cheater so if, me too oh if, honey if, listen if you, you cheat oh honey you we believe cheated. you gonna get cheated on you go get cheated you're on. Cheating Thank you. God I am a different person to this Thank day in 2020. Growth. Growth. <laughs> growth. Growth is everything. Back, listen, I'm get back queen. I'm going to I am the back. get back queen 100%. <laughs> you know, and, and I, think part, I think part of that is, obviously I know that's probably unhealthy. I'm not saying probably, but that's, I don't want to accept it. But, but it's, I, I understand that that's unhealthy, not for them, but it's unhealthy for me. To, to, to do that um, for me, what I contributed, and probably if I'm being honest, still contribute to, is the 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 lack of consistency and follow through. I think D said that. Yeah. Just yeah. just saying, all right, I'm done, and you know you know full well these are the reasons why. I'm like 
like it just is what it is. I, I haven't mastered that skill to go enough is enough. Like I'm done. Um, it's 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 I wait until it's till it's I feel depleted emotionally and psychologically and all that kind of stuff. Now, thank God, I, I'm I, I have somewhat of a fortress when it comes to that. But it's but it's still very very true and very apparent of of saying one thing and doing another. You know that's that's one of my that's one of my biggest issues is I know like I've I've and this is not not to take away from anybody anybody who deals with self esteem issues um, I don't think that's my issue because I, I don't know I, I just I don't I never felt like that was my issue you you don't lack self esteem at thank all thank you thank you not, I, in my <laughs> you are in no shortage of self esteem. <laughs> I don't feel like I lack self-esteem at all. So, I, so, so, part of me getting back into therapy um, um, about a month or two ago is trying to figure some of this out. Like, what is it? Because I don't really understand. I think at this point, it's just really kind of complacency and comfort. Um, but I, but I've also in the past, I'm, I'm, I'm a very selfish person. I'm, and I, and I can be a very self-centered person. And so, in the past, I have hung on to certain people in certain relationships, situations, because I was getting something out of it. Now, I understand how that sounds. I know that sounds narcissistic as hell, um, and and I'm willing to to eat that. That, that. That's fine. But that's what I have contributed. But one one of the most one of the hardest things that I've had to do, yet the most liberating things that I had to do is when, uh, when that relationship ended with the narcissist that was out of state, um, I had to look in the mirror and I had to take responsibility for it. And, and I, I had to say, you knew, you, you saw what was going on and, and you, you can continue it. Um, and so that, that was me. So I, I know we are running out of time, y'all. I, I know we, we got started late, um, but I, so I, I don't want to miss anything. Um, I want to circle back if it's okay. Um, to to the, the the question that we that we were talking about before I started recording, um, but before I do that, does anybody else have anything else they want to add or say? No. Anybody? Therapy works. Therapy does work. Yes. I'm an advocate. Y'all know that. I'm an advocate for. Listen, it. that is that is just something that I should have had years ago. Therapy works. So I I have a question for y'all because I'm going through that now, and I feel like I need relationship therapy but what if that person is not willing like it's probably it probably is more of me because of course it's me and my feelings but if they feel like they don't need it like I feel like that's important for both of us but is it would it still help a relationship for just one person to go I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna if, if it's okay I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just jump jump right into that and I'm coming to you as a therapist and your friend Okay. Um, you, you you need to focus on you. So okay. so you if you if you're feeling in your heart and your mind and your soul that you need therapy, then you go. You go. right. And, and right. you focus on you. You talk about your relationship if you want to. You do all of that work yourself. Um, because one, that's going to be the most valuable work. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't matter whether he wants to or not. What's most important is that you you're making yourself whole and healed. Now. He may come up forward. He may decide to come in later at a later time, but that's really irrelevant. What, okay. what, what's most important is you taking care of you. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna leave that. Any other conversation we need to have outside, outside. <laughs> I'm yep. gonna leave that. Does anybody, <laughs> anybody just want to add to that? Mm -mm. 
I keep saying that I need to go to therapy, but I haven't happened <laughs> yet. So I probably right. What's, what's the hold up? What's the hold up? I don't know. I think it's just like I don't know if I'm afraid of what's gonna happen or the emotions that are gonna come out when mm -hmm. I go to therapy. Or if it's just because really, I guess I could find the time if I really wanted to find the time to do this. I think it's just one of those things you put off, procrastination on something that could be very helpful. Fear of the unknown. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Fear of the unknown. A, a lot of times we, we, we say we don't want to we don't want to talk to somebody we don't know about our business and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. We don't know what's going to happen. And, but the reality is looking at ourselves and dealing with our stuff is scary. It's hard. It's, it, it, it just is what it is. And it's just going to take tears. It's going to take us getting mad. It's going to take us you know, soul searching. It's going to take us checking ourselves and making changes that we didn't feel like we needed to make and recognizing where we're wrong and where we're right. It's, it's a process. So y'all know I'm always going to say go to therapy, talk to somebody. It, it, now, there are therapists out there who are just not great therapists, and I'm just going to say that's how it is. Um, but everybody can benefit from therapy. You need somebody else to talk to that's impartial, that's not emotionally attached to you, and that can look at your situation on many different um, perspectives and really help you figure out what you want because that's really that's really what therapy is is kind of helping you figure out what your goals are what you want for your life and then how to get there that's 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 really what therapy is about anybody else want to share about, about therapy mm -mm. i think we're going to ask our last question because i know that somebody that some y'all y'all probably need to go it's it's late um all right so i'm gonna let's circle back to to this question what do you all feel is the biggest factor contributing or factors contributing to so many people, women in our case, experiencing trauma in relationships? And that's cheating, lying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's, 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 it's because it's because we're, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I, what I think is contributing to the trauma is because the people that we are dating are the people that are causing the trauma. I know that sounds really dumbed down, but but until we fix, until everybody fix their own trauma and fix their own selves, you yeah, know what I mean? It's just gonna perpetuate. It's yeah. just gonna perpetuate the cycle. So 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 the cycle just keeps. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. It's it just it's a cycle that just keeps repeating itself, and it's gonna continue to repeat itself until something changes. And that's the thing that sucks. So even if we realize, okay, that this person has caused us trauma and decide whether or not we want to continue with the relationship and if they want to get help, if they don't, we leave, then they just perpetuate that trauma onto somebody else. That's the sucky thing about it, you know? Going. And then they teach that to their children. Right. And then right. they teach, teach it to their children. And it and just keeps going, 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 going. And, and as I mentioned, as I mentioned a bit before, I, I think the, um, the religion and church has a lot to do with our the foundational misunderstanding of relationships and what men are supposed to be like and what women are supposed to be like. I think we take the Bible and just kind of screw it all up. Um, for, for those who, who, who adhere to the Bible, believe to the Bible, there's a lot of other religions that really put strict standards on relationships and women and behavior and stuff like that. And like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. you know? And so I think that that causes a, a, a big issue, a big shift too. Um, yeah, what not I making your intentions clear either. I think a lot of times we get into relationships and yeah. you don't really truly convey to your mate. Now, sometimes you do. I'm speaking for myself as well. You don't really, I have not conveyed to my mates before 
what you really, really, really want and need and what is a hard stop for your relationship. Because yeah. a lot of times that's gray area if you don't mention it. So then therefore, when you encounter it in your relationship, yes. okay, well, it's not something that I've mentioned. So now I have to kind of work through it because it's not something we talked about yeah. in my, in my particular situation. So I can't speak for other women. That's just what I've experienced. So now I feel like, okay, well, that's not something I've talked about in the past. Um, what happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? And it does cause me trauma. Do I work with it? do I, you know, because it's not something we had a conversation about. Right. What I mentioned earlier um, was the upbringing, which I think we all tapped in on that. Um, single parent homes, you know, not having the, you know, the person that's causing the trauma, not having the, uh, you know, a male to look up to and mm -hmm. or having a male that showed them the wrong way. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of times these men will high five each other for foolishness. And, 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 and that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic that, that we can go into. Um, so does, does anybody else have anything else to add? What do, what do you think contributes to our perpetual cycle of um, experiencing trauma? Recognizing that you've gone through it, but you don't, you don't, you don't make any sort of change to prevent it in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to therapy. I've realized that I choose the wrong man. That is just the bottom line. I don't give myself the opportunity to choose the right man because I have selfish characteristics. And, and, and instead of me taking a step back, thinking logically, thinking smartly and saying, okay, is this really the man that you say you can be, I can be in a relationship with? It just doesn't happen. You have to be able, you have to be able to realize, you know, and, and recognize that that's not trauma that you want to go through again with anybody. So you're just, you're, it's a glutton for punishment if you continue to go down the same road, but with a different man and a different man and a different man. Mm. Once again, speaking from my own personal experience, I have just done nothing but, but you're saying things over and over again. <laughs> no, but I, I think that that you're the, that you're the voice for so many women, though. Like, like I'm over here, like, yes, absolutely, I agree. I've, I've done that. I've been there. I'm over here writing yeah. down, like, this is something you have to us talk about another day because this is this is so deep and it's so true and it's so heavy. And a lot of times, men want to pose certain questions, like, you know, why are women so single? You know, why, why are most women single? And this is this, but they don't want us to tell the truth because what they say is don't blame it on men. And I'm not saying that all it's all on the men and on the men, mm -hmm. but, but it is, but let's be real. As y'all said a few minutes ago, it is a cycle that has been perpetuated from for generations and generations and generations of lies and foolishness of, and then men just don't know how to be partners. They just don't know. They I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yourself. But it's left up to us to know, you know, when you get with a guy, you know whether or not his ass is a decent guy, whether he's loyal, whether he's honest, whether he's not mm -hmm. a cheater. You have run into something. Yep. Quit ignoring it. <laughs> Good or mm -hmm. bad. Don't ignore it. Don't right. ignore it. We have a characteristic of a man that I can see myself with in the future, but we ignore it. Yes. You know, and, mm -hmm. and that creates trauma too. It creates insecurities depending on what type of trauma you've been through. Mm 
you know, it just creates a myriad of problems. And this is cliche, but it's so true. When you say you can't change anyone, we, our mothering, I feel like as women, our mothering instincts kind of come into play. And like Dee kind of said, um, we'll look at them and say, okay, well, they have potential. Let's do our best to help them out. And then that's when we kind of like step in and think we can change them and think that we can help them. When in, honestly, there's no amount of love that can make someone change that doesn't want to. No, nope. absolutely right. And, and, and let, let me say this, and, and, and I, think, I think I'm gonna say this, and then if anybody has, has anything else, then we'll just close out after that. Um, I, I think that potential was cute when we were in college um, and mm -hmm. we were a lot younger. But for me, I'm 39. I'll be 40 in less than six months. And mm -hmm. for most of y'all, y'all are, are either my age <laughs> or mm -hmm. like right behind me. We don't have time for that. There, potential is this, like, what? No, if, if you're 35, 40, and you still have not reached even a third or a quarter of your freaking uh, 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 potential, I can't. We're done. Like, there's, there's no way. I, I need a partner, a life partner who's going to help me continue forward if you if you're still still 10 steps behind me, i gotta reach back i, I gotta reach back, back. Reach you. no 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 i'm no. with you no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, it's already a it's right already a struggle I, and i thought i was being like so, i thought i was being like some type of selfish or something but i can't do potential no, it has old. to already be there at this point we, we are too old for that we are too old i think i think that's something that you see on social media that makes women feel bad because they want a man of a certain status. No, you don't have to be, you know, white collar and right, right. making six figures, but yes, you have to have a job and you have to be a hard worker and you have to have goals. You have to be. And I don't, I don't have to feel like I have to take care of you or that you're not technically on my level. Right. Whatever, right. whatever that level may be, whatever, whatever that, that level may be. I feel like they make us feel bad, which therefore in turn, sometimes we look for these men. We go for the men that have this potential to be something when at this age, no, you should already be whatever the hell yes, you're supposed to be. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Somebody. Thank you. Let's you know, be real. Let's Unless you want to be a cougar, then that's different. <laughs> <laughs> say, say, no, say, say that again. Hey, say that again. I said, unless you want to be a cougar. And oh, no. that's, that's, that's the relationship that you don't have any emotions tied to it, okay? That you should go for. The ones that oh, there's no heart strings attached. Right. Listen. I'm all for those. All for those. <laughs> okay, it's, I think this is a good place to stop. Um, I really... Part two. Genuinely, yes, it has to be. I, I was, I was telling A two because she didn't get to join us tonight um, or today. Um, that that we, we will probably have a part two. I wrote down some questions. So listen, ladies, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate y'all um, taking your time. This was good. Thanks for having us on, sister. Yeah. It was so, great. Thank you. I will let y'all know when everything's um when everything's posted. So for the listeners, for the uh, for our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Elegant Bloom Podcast. It has been a blessing and it has been an honor. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.